Uh, no, Elliot, he's done well. My name is McCarty, though. It's 23 minutes away from 11 o'clock, and if the Wellington Phoenix are the football club for all of New Zealand, our next guest is the broadcaster for all of New Zealand. It's Mr Andrew Mulligan. How are you, Mulls? <laughs> I'm stretching, mate. I'll tell you why I'm stretching. Why? Because C-minus one hour and 23 minutes. I'm about to take on 26 10-year-olds in my son's paintball birthday party, and I'm looking to dominate them. So it's you against the rest. So it's me, five, five other parents, and I'm going to take them all on. Uh, no one is safe. So is this like just you reliving your version of the Predator movie? Like, have you got like some some jungle up? <laughs> have you got the, got a- the triangulation on the forehead? Daniel Daniel McCarty, I have a ghillie suit. Okay, I am. I am looking at staying low, keeping low, and taking down targets with minimal wastage of uh, ammunition. <laughs> Brilliant. So what movies have you been studying? Predator. Yeah. Uh, uh, American Sniper. Uh, Black Hawk Down. Um, <laughs> all the classics. Yeah, even a little bit of commando. I was about to uh, say, the bicep are you going to yeah. are you going to turn up with your own shed and just hide in the shed <laughs> and, and use everything <laughs> use everything at your disposal? That's fabulous. I, I'm stopping short of skill saw blades, but I'm I, I'm getting things done. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we don't want that. We yeah. don't want people to lo- no. lose their frontal lobe. Uh, at, exactly. at, at the party, hey, uh, our own MBL. Um, it's a few. It's down the road, but free agency has started this week. Uh, I think we'll start to see some big names sort of dominoes drop in the next week or so. You're in charge of a franchise. Who's who's the biggest fish in the pond? Oh, I look, look, I reckon the biggest fish in the pond is, and if you're looking from a New Zealand perspective, because you never know who's available import wise. Yes, but I would look, I would look at Rob Lowe um, and the the impact that he had on the Tuatara. They couldn't get it done in the final. Canterbury Rams, Judd Flamel, they had a really, really well put together roster that had so many great parts with like Corey Webster, they brought in uh, some really good imports as well. And then you had like Max Darling getting it done, you had young players, Kai Isaac comes to mind throughout the season. But those kind of players, that was a great deep roster and that's the main reason they won is that they just had uh, the, the, the experience mixed in with the imports. But if you're going to put a centrepiece on, uh, in the middle, and you're going to build around it. And Rob Lowe is your guy. He's got so much. He was so good through the regular season. But it, that these kind of guys like Rob, they do cost a little bit. Like you're paying import level money. Yeah. So therefore, the Tuatara got caught a little bit short with a little bit of depth. They only ran about two guys, maybe three guys, by the time they added another import off the bench. And at times, they just didn't have the looks in that final against the Canterbury Rams. It may have cost them, but Rob Lowe for mine is the number one New Zealand pick for me. Right, really interesting. So you quite like depth over maybe going with stars. So it sounds like uh, the 10-year-olds are going to win, if that's the case. (laughs) They just keep coming, (laughs) wave after wave. The whistle blows, over the top they go. (laughs) Hey, uh, Greg Popovich, you know, you and I... uh, Appreciate what he's done for that sport for a long, long time. Man, alive, that was so weird the other day. Grabbing the the, the ground announcer, stadium announcer's microphone and telling his own fans to not boo Kawhi Leonard. Um, I saw on social media last night someone describing it as like Fonzie jumping the shark. Would you go that far? 
Yeah, I think it's become like that's just that's an extension of Popovich that we get to see in interviews that in quarter time or three quarter time that he just does not suffer fools lightly post game. Uh, you know, scrums. He does not appreciate the inane questions, and I think now he's 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 a fully fledged. Uh, he's got fully fledged boomer attitude <laughs> towards their home fans, and it's such a community. The San Antonio Spurs. They're probably a little bit more uh, reserved than most other NBA fan bases, just because they've built success and it's they they have sustained it. Obviously, the last few years they haven't. But Pop, he's just, he's, he's had enough, and I, I love it. Like, it's great to see. But I can, I can see Modi Moore doing it as well. Like, I can see Modi Moore in, in a situation like that for the breakers, getting on the, the mic at Spark Arena and telling the Spark Arena um, crowd to shush. <laughs> What's more likely, Modi doing that or booing his own players, the way they've gone? <laughs> Probably more likely booing his own players. Yeah, yeah, it's not... It's not it's not going to plan uh, having when we talk about depth. It's not going to plan for the breakers this season in that respect. Just untimely injury after untimely injury, and it's not just missing um, a couple of games here and there like they they um, managed to get through last season. It's you know it's four to six weeks, it's six to eight weeks. It's broken bones, and it's just like this season gets so quick. Even though we're in the middle of a schedule break that was supposed to be a FIBA window, but FIBA scrapped it. And then the, the the schedule for the NBA was already set, so that's why they've got the whole league's got an eleven day layoff. Um, mm. But it's probably a good thing for the breakers that they do have this break uh, to be able to like a buy some time, get guys healthy, and see how they can regather, regroup. And if they make, I hope they're looking at making adjustments to the roster, just bringing somebody in who could help, and it doesn't have to be a high flying import as well. Where, where does that help need to come? On the court, that is. I, I think it has to come in the middle. The, the league has gotten bigger. Uh, everyone's everyone's retooled and, and sized up. The breakers, arguably, have stayed the same, or maybe just got a little bit smaller. When you you've lost the like of you've lost. I mean, here we go again. Well, you've lost Rob Lowe. I mean, off the bench, he's a six eleven guy with international experience who knows how to use his body down low and, and play defense. Um, and, and grab rebounds and just, you know, he can pick and pop. He was such a good presence off the bench. They don't have that. They've just, they've got, they've lost Derek Carden. They they brought in uh, Mango Mathian and they, they hyped him up probably a bit too much because he's coming off a, a season where he was trying to get his legs back under him after a, a, a bad injury. And he just hasn't been able to physically dominate like they want him to, like Derek Carden could. Um, Jarrell Brantley, you know, he was, he was a, a, you could argue a perimeter player who could play with his back to the, the rim, but he was also a big body who could bang with the likes of Mitch Creek and, and those guys. Now you just don't get it uh, with the breakers. They're just sort of a little bit too yeah. small at the moment with these injuries. Uh, back in action on Thursday against Adelaide. Uh, assume you're on the chair, uh, provided you can get through paintball, of course. Um, yeah, and- I, I look, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, that'll be a must-win game. Adelaide up and down, they can fill it up, so can the breakers, but even though the last scoreline was 69-67, yeah, they have to get this one. They really have to win their home games and and hopefully pick a few off on the road to be in that top six. Let's power through some NBA uh, topics uh, and questions. Uh, There's 10 in-season tournament games today, if I'm not mistaken. You're loving the in-season tournament? What's the next question? What have you got after that one? (laughs) <laughs> the courts, not mate. really. The I courts. Care. I feel like pop. Can I boo the courts? 
Yeah. Like one, oh, one the other day gave me a headache, and I turned over after about three minutes. <laughs> I like, look, I like the idea of the in-season tournament and where that takes them. Uh, I just don't, I just don't care. There's just none. Of, it just doesn't, it doesn't resonate. There's nothing different. It's just a regular season NBA game. It's when it gets to Vegas and it's a knockout game, and this is do or die. Yeah, I see. Then that's when I'll be interested in it. Like that's like these regular season games that they're having, like the group games. And, you know, it's nice. The courts, I like it because it makes me go, oh, it's an in-season tournament game. Like, that's different, but it actually it's just not different enough um, for me to really care about it at the moment. Yeah, if they're borrowing off the Champions League, it's like, I don't care about the group stages. It's the round of 16 and, and, and onwards that you yeah. care about. Yeah. When there's jeopardy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you, you have to have two away goals. Um, which used to be the case, obviously, away goals. They don't, they don't count anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't. How does that work? Well, I thought just a goal is a goal. No, they got, that, they got rid of it, thankfully. Multiple. They got they got rid oh, of it. Sorry. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Do you know what they could also get rid of? The Chicago Bulls. My Bulls stink, man. <laughs> Whether it's the in-season tournament. Uh, my God, they're stuck in mediocrity, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I mean... You know, if you're a Bulls fan like you, like you're, you're, you're really. What are we? What are we doing? What are we? What I'm are watching we highlights to... of the mid '90s, mate. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, and you're you're tied to Lonzo Ball's knee, and his knee is <laughs> his knees are almost as bad as mine. I would never say they're <laughs> worse than mine, but they are almost as bad as mine. And you're 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 like you're betrothed to him and married. Yeah, we are. You just you have to cut. Something like DeMar DeRozan, sure, he's out of the three-point shot, but that's about it. Zach Levine, you're probably going to have to get something back for Zach Levine. Um, and then Can we get Jimmy Butler and... back? I'll take Jimmy. Oh, God, that would be, that would be so good. <laughs> that would be hilarious, wouldn't it? That would be just yeah. absolutely brilliant. Okay, so what has been the, the big story? I'll get you out on this one. What has been the storyline so far? Whether it's a team or an individual of the NBA season, what, we're about 15 games in? Look, I like, uh, I really like what, M.A. Adoka has done in Houston with a young team, the former Celtics coach, uh, before he obviously dipped his pen in the company, Inc. Um, I also like what Orlando have done. They've won five straight, and they're in action right now at the moment in an in-season tournament game that I'm not bothering turning on. But they, they're, they're a good young team as well. Uh, I really just... In Minnesota, like everyone has written off Minnesota in previous seasons. Anthony Edwards is an absolute um, athlete competitor. Cat is a head case. Rudy Gobert is a head case. <laughs> and I mean this with all the love in, in my heart for them. But Minnesota are leading the West with OKC, who's won six straight. But the young teams are, are coming to the fore. And I really enjoy that. Like, that's, that's fun to watch because you're not just getting like, in the East, you've got Boston and Milwaukee, Miami, top three teams. But Denver, Dallas, Phoenix, and Sacramento and LA are the next teams below Minnesota and OKC. That's fun. Uh, Miles, thanks so much for dropping by. I know you got a big afternoon shooting. Uh, uh, can you turn up sort of Clint Eastwood like with the hat, chew, you know, <laughs> chewing a little, you know, toothpick? It's gonna be a, like, it'll be like it'll be it'll be a mixture between the Unforgiven and Grand Turismo, where I just say get off my lawn, um, <laughs> and it's a hell of a thing to shoot a kid with a paintball gun. And then boom, boom. Yeah. Every time you shoot yeah. one, I want you to embrace your internal pop and boo them. <laughs> You got it. Have a great day. Thanks, Miles.
Thanks, mate. No worries. Andrew Mulligan, uh, Sky Sports uh, basketball commentator, joining us there. A little hiatus in the ANBL uh, due to a fever window that was cancelled. So they're back in action on Thursday. And uh, Finn is our basketball guru, especially on this show. How long's the runway for the breakers? Like, how long can this... Like, do they have to turn it around? Mull's used the old must-win word. Very, very soon, or we're going to be in trouble. Must-win, two words. Must-win? Yeah. What was it? Hyphen? Must hyphen win. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. We're in a lot of trouble. Um, If we... Yeah, they need to turn it around really soon, or... Yeah, there's no way we're going to be in the same spot as we were last year, unfortunately. But, yeah, Mull said we're undersized compared to the rest of the league now, and, you know, with Cheetham being out... Yeah, we're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> it is 14 minutes away from... No, it's 10 minutes away from 11. Someone is texting, why are you off air? Uh, text... Well, I, I can't answer you then if we're off air, can I? We're, we're definitely on air. Maybe they're off air where you're on, where, where you are. Um, I wish I could reply and, and ask that question. I can't. Uh, we will take a break. It's 10 away from 11.